How's it going, everybody? This is part two of my review, uh, I guess you could say, of McCartney 321. Um, this is sort of just, uh, if you really, if you want to know what I thought of the show, part one is where that is. This is for anyone and everyone that has listened to part one that wants to come here and hear my history with the Beatles and music and, and what I got out of watching uh, this mini documentary series. Um, so yeah, so thanks for listening. Um, so I think for me, the Beatles was the first band that I ever really got into. Um, they weren't the first band that I was a fan of. I mean, I, I grew up in the, you know, in the era of NSYNC and Britney Spears. And, you know, their albums, I think, were the first couple albums that I actually got myself when I was, like, you know, 11 years old or whatever. But what I mean is, you know, when I stopped just listening to music and I started to really appreciate it and really dive into what music is and, you know all of that kind of stuff, you know. Um, the Beatles was one of the bands, if not the first, I'm pretty sure it was the first band that I really, really got into. Um, you know, John Lennon is somebody that um, was really inspiring to me at a young age, and he still is, you know, one of my heroes. I mean, John Lennon and... Paul McCartney are both, I think, two of my heroes, uh, and they have been for a long time, you know, I mean, I can't tell you how many papers in school I probably wrote about, you know, George Harrison and, and Ringo and John and Paul and the Beatles and, and, and whatnot, you know, anytime I got the chance to choose a subject for myself to write about, you know, I often would write about a musician or movie star or, you know, celebrity that, that meant something to me. And, um, I'm pretty actually sure I wrote a paper about every single member of the Beatles. I know I for sure wrote one about John. I know for sure I wrote one about George and Ringo. So I can't imagine I would leave Paul out. So I'm pretty sure somewhere through high between middle school and high school, I wrote a paper about each of them, I think. So, you know, I love the... I've always appreciated the Beatles and loved the Beatles, you know. I remember, you know, um, it was pretty short after they released the Beatles number one CD, you know, with the red cover and the big yellow one on the front. I remember going to Walmart and getting that. And I probably ran that CD into the ground. I listened to it so much you know, um, so they've always been, you know, a part of my life, but, you know, John especially was somebody that on a personal level, I really, uh, saw a lot of myself in, you know, and I really identified with a lot of the things he said, you know, and, you know, 
him being assassinated and what happened to him, I think is such a travesty. And, you know, one of the emotions that came out while hearing all of this and hearing Paul talking about writing music with John is in the back of my head, there was that, that voice that says, can you imagine what kind of music John Lennon would be still putting out today if he was still alive, you know? And look, just even if he was hadn't been killed, there's no guarantee that he would still be alive now. I mean, look at all the different people and celebrities and people that have died throughout the years. He might have died from cancer or, you know, got in a car wreck or something, you know? We don't know, you know, even if the tragedy didn't happen, you know? It, it, we're not guaranteed that he would have would be still living today just like Paul and Ringo are but you know that's kind of what crosses my mind is you know what did we get robbed of because of that because hearing the ingenuity of what was being created at the time you know because this is something that a lot of people these days and I'm going to call out you know, the younger generation a little bit on this is, you know, you, you have to understand the, the music that was being created at the time that it was being created, you know, um, you know, and I feel like if not all, I really do feel like at least three-fourths of the music that the Beatles wrote sounds like it could come out today because it's that good. It's timeless genius, you know. Um, you know. Um, you know, it, you know, if the thing that makes it sound like old music, maybe is, you know, especially the, the, the farther back you go, is just because of, you know, the equipment that was being used to record it on. You know, you can just tell that it was, you know, being recorded on old equipment, and so that sound quality comes through on, on some of it. But, but the music itself, you know, and the songs that they have been able to remaster sound gorgeous you know and it does sound like it was just recorded yesterday and it's incredible um the other thing too is you know thinking about the impact that their music really has had on the industry throughout the years you know and even the influence that they had from other you know artists you know like I if I did learn about it, I forgot it. But hearing how influential to their music that certain artists was, you know, two artists that come up regularly as inspiration is Chuck Berry and Little Richard, you know, which, uh, and the Everly Brothers, you know, those are, you know, three artists that come up a lot. And, you know, um, which the Everly Brothers, I remembered, but. Chuck Berry and, and Little Richard, um, I totally forgot that they were even, you know, inspirations to them, and, 
but that makes sense, you know, and 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 you you really can see that in in their music, especially in the in the early years. Um, but it's just great, you know. Um, the other thing that was really cool for me is as a Paul fan, um, you know, he might be almost eighty years old, but you see this childlike glee and joy he has not only just talking about music but talking about the experiences he had with the others making this music and seeing that side of him come out is really special you know um you know he he really is humble and um you know you think somebody at his caliber you know i mean you're talking about sir paul mccartney i mean he's he's you know uh you you would think that somebody like that would be really egotistical or arrogant but he's you know he's not you know he's just not that way and um it's just really cool, you know, it's just really cool to me, and, um, I'm not gonna lie, after watching this, I'm probably gonna be on a Beatles binge for a bit, but, um, because here's the thing, you know, I have listened to compilation albums that have come out of their music, um, you know, uh, I've listened to the White Album a lot, because that's my favorite album, and, um, because of my mother having it as a child, we actually have it on vinyl, so I've grown up listening to the White Album. Um, but I don't think I've actually ever listened to any other full studio album from them. Again, I mean, I've heard all the major hits, and I've heard all of the, you know, I've heard all of the, the songs that you think of when you think of the Beatles, but I don't think I've ever actually listen to a full other than the white album like i said i don't think i've listened to any other full studio album like i've never listened to sergeant pepper i've never listened to i can't even name the name of any other studio album of theirs so i'm probably gonna get on that um because who knows maybe after i listen to all of them maybe i'll have a new favorite um but yeah, you know, um, again, as I said in part one, um, if you're a fan of the Beatles, if you're a fan of Paul McCartney, you have to watch this on Hulu, um, or like, or if you're not in the United States, wherever you might be able to grab it and, and stream it or watch it or whatever, but, um, yeah, it's it's really good. Um, yeah, you know, it's in conclusion. I guess I'll, I'll say this before I sign off: is you know the thing that still just really is taking me aback is just how emotional it really made me. You know, and it's and and it's not. Um, it's re- it really is hard for me to explain. You know, it's. It's 
it's the music that's hitting me. It's the information that's being told to me in the moment through the documentary. It's all of it together. It's knowing certain things about, you know, the past. It's knowing about what this music probably meant to people when it when it came out. It's it's understanding the legacy that the Beatles have now. It's just all of this, you know, it's the stuff with John that I talked about earlier, and the fact that George is, you know, not around anymore. It's it's all of this different stuff. And it's just it just I was not expecting it to elicit the kind of emotional response it did. But it really just showed me how much their music just really means to me, you know, and it has it's it's been a while since I've listened to the Beatles, you know, um, that I've you know gone out of my way to listen to. I mean, I've heard them on the radio, things like that, but you know, um, but yeah, probably gonna be on a binge for a while. Um, but thank you guys for listening to me. What what do the Beatles mean to you? Where where do they sit on artists of all time? And what do you have a favorite Beatles song? What what song do you enjoy? And I will uh, talk to you later. Peace out.